live from Free Float's second office in <laughs> Bermuda. I'm re Ari, I'm reading your copy from last week. <laughs> I knew there was something wrong. I'm not doing my job efficiently. It's a Business Pants Friday on April 14th featuring all your favorites, Ari the Data Queen and Jesse the Money Whisperer. Ooh. BS man Matt Muscardi is with his kids today. Building an air conditioner out of chopsticks dipped <laughs> in general so sauce. Yum. Oh, yum. Ew. Too mainstream yep. for Matt. Come on. For those of you who don't live in the New England area, it is 90 degrees where Jesse and Ari are today. Is that true? Is that possible? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's possible. I mean, it was 8 a.m. and I think it was already 70 degrees. Yeah. So. It's bizarre. By now. On today's weekly wrap up, we got golf sucks, dead birds don't suck, and woke free beer is expensive and sucks. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's right. the show. Very upbeat. That's the show. Upbeat. <laughs> what an upbeat show. No, I said dead listeners. birds don't suck. People don't even like birds. They think birds are real. Birds don't. Who doesn't suck. like birds? I love you know, birds. The whole A lot of people have like bird phobia, right? Really? Conspiracy theories of birds. They're watching you. Well, I'll tell you this. I was in a Zoom call with our corporate theater actors and performers this week, and I made a joke about a bird hitting my window. Uh huh. And then literally three minutes later, a no. bird hit one of the performers' oh. windows. They're listening to you. Oh, sorry, birds. It's not just you, birds. your iPhone. Ready for story of the week? Yeah. Let's do it. What do you have for us? I have a weird assortment of stories. I, I, Me too. Yeah. Me, me three. <laughs> Part of the problem is that Elon Musk dominates the headlines, and I think he sucks so out. So many. I think everyone was on vacation this week, like April break, spring oh, break. That Everybody could be. has children. All the kids are that not in be. school, and no one's doing journalism right now. You might be right about that. My first story of the week is something we've already talked about, so we don't have to go into too much de detail. The coming of the obesity drugs, the King Kong of weight loss drugs is coming. This is, that's the headline from the Wall Street Journal. And again, we've talked about this. Eli Lilly's Munjaro is coming. The leading one currently is Ozempic. I don't really know the difference, but I think this is a pretty important shift in the health style of our world. It's depressing. I mean, I dug into this a little bit for the newsletter, which, by the way, you should subscribe to Check it if your you aren't. Um, yeah, it depresses me because it kind of ties into the other head. There's another headline about Weight Watchers mm -hmm. shares soaring because they uh, created a deal with weight loss drugs. And that just makes me sad. Like, let's just get outside more. Let's just walk more. Why? And not yeah. to mention, if you fall i mean i don't but i was just listening to a podcast that discussed ozempic on it business pants no it was uh Ugh. it's a naturopathic doctor that has a podcast that i listened to and they were saying that immediately after you get off ozempic you gain it back so Ew. like oh. whatever this is whatever you're trying if it is losing weight this isn't root cause weight loss <laughs> this is let's put a quick so have we it. have we come full circle with companies making us fat, making us sick, and now giving us a pill that's supposed to fix it all. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. This closes the Pretty loop. Much. No? Yeah. Pretty much. Nice. We're there, here. We have arrived. There have been <laughs> numerous studies focusing on 
the effect of exercise and caloric intake, right? That exercise is not always the easiest way to lose weight because no. when we exercise, we feel like we are entitled to eating even Eat more, more food. Yep. We all know the feeling. More crap. Right? Yep. And that in the end, you actually overeat because of this feeling you have from exercise. I think the obesity drug is going to compound that problem. I actually mm. think this is going to lead to more and more health problems because oh, people sure. are going to abandon healthy lifestyles, healthy diets, healthy nutritional well, Not to mention, it's, yeah. it's got to be doing something confusing to the body because it's not a weight loss. Well, Munjaro is, but... I think, but Ozempic, no, both of them are both diabetes drugs. So uh -huh. they're like specifically formulated to do something that aids in the bodies of those that have diabetes, but not in those that don't. It just is like right. a convenient side effect that you lose weight very quickly. So I just don't, I wouldn't want to be messing with my body's natural rhythm like that. You wouldn't, it. but Ari would. <laughs> Give me all the pills. <laughs> Number two story of the week, I couldn't avoid Elon Musk, sorry. Several news organizations go silent on Twitter after Elon Musk adds government-funded media label to some account. So I think this happened yesterday. We covered the battle between NPR and Elon Musk and, and Twitter. Mm -hmm. But yesterday, I believe, NPR and PBS stopped tweeting from their accounts. Cool. They are oh, they're dropping NPR. Musk's, of course, his infantile response w was a tweet saying, defund Oh, NPR, my God. Right? God. And that led was to a... Was this a 3 a.m. tweet? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. That's his excuse for his abhorrent tweets, but he tweets yes. all the time. This led to, of course, a lot of articles suggesting that it is Elon Musk that should be defunded because... Yes. SpaceX and Tesla get far more government money than NPR. N NPR has gone on record to say that less than 1% of its revenues come from government funding. Yes. SpaceX, since 2003, has received $15.3 billion wow. in awarded contracts from the government. Tesla received a $465 million preferential loan in 2010 from the government. And total benefits from the tax credits given to consumers who buy electric cars are believed to be about $3 billion. So yeah, defund Elon Musk, I suppose. <laughs> oh my gosh, can we turn that into shirts? Please. I like that. Which part? That very long-winded thing <laughs> I just said? The whole thing? No, yes. defund, defund e Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> just defund Elon. That's all I want. Well, the answer is, are, is yes, you can turn that into shirts. It's very easy. And then we can we can style it as like the NPR logo. Can I I I really just want to quickly go on a side tangent here. Sorry, but w here's a a story we didn't cover this week for a variety of reasons. Is that Cash App founder Bob Lee, someone we've never covered here, mm -hmm. he was murdered in San Francisco. He, mm -hmm. uh, was it last week? Oh my god! Early this week. I didn't really know how to cover the story. So I kind of put it on pause. Maybe it was something I was waiting to talk about with Matt. But the initial backlash was San Francisco's a horrible place. These woke cities, these democratic cities are horrible, violent places. Mm -hmm. Screw San Francisco. One user on Twitter tweeted, 
I just found out my good friend was killed last night while walking walking him in San Francisco. He was in the good part of the city, he says in quotes, and appeared to have been targeted in a random mugging attack. Fuck San Francisco. Whoa. Elon Musk Elon Musk responded to that very tweet and said violent crime in San Francisco is horrific and even if attackers are caught, they are often released immediately. Is the city taking stronger action to incarcerate repeat violent offenders? The reason why I'm bringing this all up is that just today, the San Francisco DA is slamming Elon Musk's reckless and irresponsible tweet because, as it turns out, a tech worker has just been arrested for the death of Cash oh, App founder Bob wow. Lee, someone who knew Bob Lee, someone who had a relationship with Bob wow. Lee. So just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. Why Sorry. is he just getting himself into all of this? shit like well this again I, yeah elon musk is the sort of the perfect poster child for how social media is kind of deteriorating our culture no yes but that's he uses brand. it in a way that children or idiots or people use right they just react to things quickly without a- any knowledge right right okay so reaction. news like npr pbs those are you know the good kind of news do we really want them going silent on twitter I don't know. Why do we need? Why does? Why does everyone have to be on Twitter? Not everybody has to be on Twitter. Actually, not that many people are on Twitter. If you think about the U.S. population, I'm a news junkie. I I read tons of news, as you know, not only for the show, but uh, on my own. I love however all, all kinds of. I don't use Twitter. I don't. Why do you need to use Twitter? I don't understand. I, I think a lot, a significant amount of people get their news from social media websites. Okay. So I just don't do it through Elon Musk. I just wonder, you know. It, for for these like good journalism to be going silent on these social media websites. I'm keep wondering. So. Next story. <laughs> Defund Musk though. This is one for us. Warren Buffett wants CEOs of failed banks to live like they work on a Ford production line and give back their pensions and salaries. He said that CEOs what? should be, should be yeah. forced should be forced to return retirement savings if they screw up and that the directors also on these banks boards should also be made to hand back five years worth of their lucrative salaries. That's very specific. Dude, five years. This is why like people love him so much. How would like, they that's why he's a teddy us? bear. He's why he's grandpa. Yeah. Warren does. He, he does sort of fall over sometimes into the populist left side <laughs> of messaging. What's what say that again, Jesse? Who's measuring? whether they screw up or do well. right that was actually my first reaction was because the the, the I article mean, i think it's cool but it's like how is that that's it seems yeah it sounds like subjective. a lot of lawsuits it's going to yeah. be an expensive lawsuit to place blame but then again now that i'm saying it out loud who else should you blame if not management and the yeah. board, the board. Who, is, who is there to act as oversight for management yeah. right so who else really Yep. Warren Buffett says, I want to penalize people who make the decision and have it very clear to them. I've been on the board of banks and the answer is to have board of directors feel like, quote, God, if this guy screws things up, I've got to give back all this money that I've gotten, you know, 300,000 a year or whatever. So, yeah. So he's going right to the issue here. Yeah. This is awesome. We should have his giant face instead of Washington. I was going to say we should have him on the show. <laughs> yes, yes, well, yes, yes. Let's get that in the And works. my final story of the week 
This is out of the Wall Street Journal. Why more female executives don't play golf and why that's a problem. Ugh. I'm excited for you to share about this because <laughs> I saw the headline and I was Did like, you? what does this even mean? What? According to a new study, women miss out on a lot of networking opportunities by not what? playing the game. 71% of Fortune 1000 CEOs reported doing business with someone they met on the golf course. Another article said that 80% of Fortune 500 executives say golf has helped their career. That's... Yeah. Oh my God. Some this of the is... barriers that female executives may face when it comes to using golf as a networking tool, women often have unequal access to leisure time. Female executives mm -hmm. may be caring for children and aging parents. Consequently, yep. they may prioritize paid work during business hours and skip networking opportunities. I've never actually played golf, but th but this article is suggesting that playing 18 holes of golf can take about five yes. hours. Yeah, it takes yes. forever. Yeah. So annoying. It's a commitment. This article goes on to say, you know, talking about what can companies do to encourage more female golfers. Companies could teach employees more about networking and include what? golf as part of their training. This is the dumbest Why? thing I've ever heard. <laughs> golf is not the problem. Golf is not going right? solve things. Network when you're supposed to be networking. Sexism is the problem. Yeah. If women, this... if more women start playing golf, you see more women out on golf courses kicking men's butts. Do you think the men are going to like that? Do you no, think they're, they're gonna? Men are gonna like any part of it. No, they're not gonna yeah. want them they to don't be want there to be in hanging the first out with place. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually think and men might be playing really golf boring. just to avoid God. women. God, what a boring <sighs> friggin' sport. Really gets me. This is based on a study, I think, out of Central Michigan. This should be for Matt's nerd alert. This is uh, this is a a well-researched study. This is not just an article at a BuzzFeed. Just so you know, this is well, from three. Professors at Central Michigan, I believe, three women. Well, Their I believe the dynamics. Are a bit weak, but I mean, also, that, golf, yeah. don't get me started on golf and Go golf ahead. courses. Get started and public land. Do it and water waste and how because mm -hmm. they own like green spaces, their the tax that they pay every year is minimal and oh mm -hmm. god, down with golf. And Elon <laughs> Musk. Find something else. <laughs> so those are more my four stories of the week. Anyone have a vote? Okay, okay. You want me to recap them? King, uh, obesity drugs, NPR, ditching Twitter, Warren Buffett wants to hold CEOs and the boards accountable at banks that screw up, and a study suggesting that female executives are missing out by not playing more golf. I'm torn. I love where Warren Buffett's head's at. I mm -hmm. love that he's saying it out loud. We need more of that more often. It's very often. board saber metrics, that one. Yes, we need that more often. However, has a news organization ever left a social media platform before? I don't know that that's happened. One of that stature? I don't know. Yeah, but like NPR, of PBS. Of course, they were pulled into this fight. By right. yeah, it's not I like they just started this fight on their own. Right, and I shouldn't say left, just gone silent. I mean, that's that's I think that's the biggest story of this week. Okay, uh, that's, my, that's my vote as well. Really, I'm surprised by that in some ways. Okay, that's the story of the week then. NPR and PBS ditching Twitter. What did you think I was gonna choose? I kind of thought people would like the Warren. I I, I, yeah, I, I love said it. it. Well, I do. Uh, I like it. 
because it kind of aligns with our mission here to put the who back into the data. So, but you know, I always try to slip in a few board sabermetrics headlines into my stories of the week. I just thought it was great because nobody ever talks about holding the board accountable and just going yep. right after them, stripping Especially their pay. Especially not a just, board just member, cool. right? right. Mm-hmm. Not just Berkshire. Like he's been on the board of banks. Like he said, he's been on mm-hmm. the board of Coca Cola. You know, or yep. actually, I think that was Howard. But anyway, he just he just drinks a lot of Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah, they all. Moving do. on, Ari, keep talking. Why don't you just keep talking? Good news of the week. Keep going. Yes. I got quirky stories for you this week that I hope at least put a smile on your face. So bear with me. Uh, First up for goodliest of the week, Mexico created a tortilla task force to investigate the presence of U.S. grown GMO corn. Let's go. A tortilla task force. Take down Monsanto. TTF for short. I wonder what percentage of corn grown in Mexico ends up in tortillas. They said, I'm guessing it must be a lot. They said most, yeah. Is that right? Okay. So the Mexican government wants to ban um, GM food, genetically modified food, for human consumption. And they created this tortilla, I know, tortilla task force to investigate the impact and trace the presence of GM corn Mm -hmm. imports on tortillas from the United States, a major exporter of tortillas to Mexico. Like the U.S. Sure, exports a ton of tortillas to Mexico, Wait, and we export we export tortillas to Mexico. Correct, yeah. you heard that oh. right. And here's a stat: one okay. quarter of the corn grown in the U.S. ends up in Mexico. Oh, interesting. That's about two point seven billion dollars worth of trade. Okay. So, it's a ton. We are dumping corn on Mexico. Uh, Mexican well, president. Well, delicious. Modified tortilla corn. Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador also said that mm-hmm. the dumping of the American corn was contaminating, contaminating ancient native varieties of the crop. But that now, I believe. Both countries are expecting an answer from regulators next week to see if this ban violated the trade agreement between the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. But in the meantime, this tortilla task force is leading the charge <laughs> against corn yeah. dumping. I just love the tortilla task I, force. Come on. I like the story. I like the tortilla task force. I wonder if I wonder if it's gonna go anywhere. I know. It's kinda hard to go up against Monsanto, but <laughs> I hope it does. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest dumpers. All right, number two. Raw publicans. That's not, not raw. Rue. Yeah, not raw. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Rue. That would Ru-publicans. definitely be Republicans. RuPaul, yeah. It's an Instagram account that uses AI art to call out GOP lawmakers by mm-hmm. dressing them in drag. Love this. Oh, now that that has to be illegal. Come no? on. I, love this so I was much. wondering about the legality of it because you know the likeness so image good. and stuff oh, like that. Dear. But you gotta go on and look at it. It's too good. It's Mike Pence in pink boots. Ted mm-hmm. Cruz as a diva, Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. in a big ball gown. There are feathers, jewels, wigs, frills. Need I say more? No. Yes, actually, because the captions oh. are everything. <laughs> I got two captions for you. Okay. Cruzella DeVille serving homophobic realness, 
She struts her stuff and fur coats aligned with family values and defends every fetus and every gun every day. Who are they talking about? Who's Cruzella Deville? That's Ted Cruz, no? Yup. <laughs> Number two, Rhonda Santi. Category mm-hmm. is book banning Princess Eleganza. She is on a mission to turn that magic kingdom into a tragic kingdom and isn't oh. afraid to give Mickey the fingers. Yeah. <laughs> They're so good. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, it was created by a couple and in a in an email to Business Insider, the stories from Business Insider, they said, for the past two weeks, we have been creating and posting AI generated art and caption and captions that are just as over-the-top and ridiculous as the false narratives around drag. Were they cr- was it created by drag queens? Uh, I don't know if they are drag queens, yeah. but they oh. are members of the LGBTQ community. Okay. So, I thought that was wonderful. Awesome. Come on, they're so creative, and it's just, it's it's awesome. just great. And it's hard not to like that. Even yeah. in the face of you know so much crap, People find a way for humor and laughter, and I think I find that great. Honestly, anything involved with RuPaul, it m- makes people smile. Yeah, it makes sure. you happy. It's hard not to be happy when you just even just looking at RuPaul makes me happy. <laughs> All right, and lastly, dead birds get a new life. Aww. I don't know if I like this. Where's this going? I'm scared. Scientists in New Mexico are giving dead birds new life by taking taxidermied birds and converting them oh, into drones. This disturbs what? me. Why? <laughs> what? So this unconventional <laughs> approach to wildlife research happened oh. after mechanical birds <laughs> did not give the results researchers were looking for. The dead bird drones are being are being used to better understand formation and flight patterns or flocks and they okay. are way better than the mechanical birds that they were using <laughs> sure um and they're hoping that the results that they find from studying birds they can obviously be applied to the aviation industry and some of the things that they oh. have determined already is that color of birds it affects their flight efficiency interesting isn't let me so ask you cool? this ari does the bird, when the bird is alive, do, uh, on their license, does it say like that they're a body donor? Like they'll donate <laughs> their body to science? Like how do they determine the bird is willing to donate its body after it dies? Yeah, they are not registered. They don't have that autonomy. So okay. They just, you know, once they're taxidermied, you just assume they said yes. These are strange stories, which is why I want Jesse to weigh in first. Very strange goodliest of the week for Mari. I'm going with Republicans because I was just having a blast looking through that Instagram and all the photos. It was great. So (laughs) So many good captions, too. Um, It was done tastefully and with humor, and I appreciated it. Just so I can let Ari weigh in on what she thinks. I I like the idea of a tortilla task force. <laughs> I like the idea of banning uh, Mexican government banning GM food from trying US to, cor- right? Corporations trying exactly. Like, that's but, cute, right? Cute attempt. But I really just want Ari to weigh in. What what is the goodliest story of the week, Ari? Well, I love the name of the tortilla task force. Mm-hmm. How can I not vote for the AI art 
Instagram account. You know, we've talked about drag and states banning drag and just how ridiculous it all is. And this is this is this is good. That's your vote. This is a good Republicans. Egg. Yeah. That's your vote. Republicans. Okay. Good least of the week. Republicans Instagram account. Jesse, the money whisperer here I'm uh, to tell us about exhausting ist of the week. Matt Muscardi, again, is off. So no no assholes this week. No. Assholes. No, I'm just going to have to bring the heat with exhausting ist. Go ahead, Jesse. All right. Number one, exhausting me this week, rich people's swimming pools. <laughs> I have swimming God. pools on the mine because it's 90 yeah. degrees here. <laughs> sure. So people are opening theirs. So mm-hmm. there was a paper published by Nature Sustainability, and researchers concluded that wealthy people are responsible for fueling urban water crises worldwide at least as much as climate change or population growth wow yeah pretty pretty bold claims but jeez i mean really think about that i mean really if you if you you pause on that for a second think about that yeah i know well so we've got a little case study the the researchers Mm -hmm. did a used cape town south africa as a case study Oh, okay. And Good for the place. period yeah. they examined, the wealthiest residents used 50 times more water than the city's poorest did. They write that most higher. of the water consumed by privileged social groups, elite and upper middle income, is used for non-basic water needs, oh. such as mm-hmm. irrigation of residential gardens, oh, swimming pools, yeah. additional water fixtures, indoor-outdoor. Conversely, mm-hmm. most of the water consumed by other social groups is used to satisfy basic water needs, drinking water, hygiene practices, and basic livelihood. Freaking lawns. Lawns get me too. Water features, like, come on. Suppose this is not surprising, but The most striking takeaway, despite representing less than 14% of Cape Town's population, the wealthiest residents used more than half the water consumed by the entire city. Meanwhile, the poorest people who account for 62% of the population consume just 27 percent of the water exhausting that's yeah. pretty exhausting huh i wish i could say i was surprised by this but yes yeah, you're right jesse exhausting well, it, you're exhausting not, uh, that's the thing with my category it's it shouldn't mm-hmm. really be surprising because these are right. like things that are just occurring over and over and we're like seriously still and not to that's mention right, jesse <laughs> this is not the most surprising not to are. mention that the beginning of swimming pools like swimming pool private swimming pools in your house started yeah. in the United States mm. as segregation stopped being a thing, Yee. right? Like, uh-huh. oh, I did not realize. Yeah, okay. people didn't want to share their their public pools. Wow! So uh. they built a pool in their backyard, and they also poured concrete over oh. public pools so nobody else could I get to them. I did not oh. know this. This frustrates it's me. It's horrible. Even more. Okay, so. thanks for adding that tidbit. <laughs> really drives my point home. All right, my next two. Kind of silly, like Ari, some of Ari. No, don't. <laughs> don't say kind of silly. They are. They, I mean, Everything just, is silly They're, on they're more bands. lighthearted than most of the exhausting shit that I cover, which is why I thought it was fun for this week. So here's so my... You're calling the woke data war, the woke wars lighthearted? No, but the way okay. they're manifesting through beer. But anyways, that's my okay. third... Okay, I'll just go in... Go ahead. I'll go into that story now. So brew boycotts. These mm-hmm. are exhausting. So there was actually a handful of headlines this past week about them. And mm-hmm. here are a few. Right wingers are so pissed about Bud Light's LGBTQ marketing that they keep buying 
the beer just to film themselves destroying it. Which, <laughs> by the way, I just yeah. want to point out that this uh-huh. was a marketing strategy and you're still buying the beer so you're yeah. doing what they want you to do just in case they're wondering my um. favorite side <laughs> note to this story too is that a lot of them were saying they're going to switch over to cores but Which then of course cores is a major contri- supporter of the lgbt totally they've had their own movement. marketing yep. um <laughs> campaigns yeah with lgbtq um then another headline bud light replacement american dad's ultra white 100 percent woke free american beer is apparently a real brand now it's a freudian slip it's not ultra white it's ultra right <laughs> but, you're, but, you're, but you're right though you are <laughs> yeah. but you're right though jesse that's the that's the heat of this problem it's oh, a race geez. war that's, that you're absolutely right so what's crazy about this is this this is some dude that has like 50,000 followers on Instagram or whatever mm-hmm. and he just started more than we have. making a beer much more. Um, but he I love it because I love it I know I know it's much more, okay? Yeah, but the quality of his stuff is nothing compared to the quality Maybe of ours. Maybe we should make beer. Mm-hmm. Um, people are what I love is that people are really kind of making fun of him. A mm-hmm. just because of the the beer and b because he's selling it for he's selling it for twenty dollars for a six pack and that doesn't include I, the shipping cost I saw that. <laughs> oh it's oh it's even more for oh shipping my I, God. Yeah. I was on their website this morning yeah. because i wanted to see if they talked about who runs the company of course none of these companies ever tell you no. who's actually running the companies Bury but i didn't that. realize there's there's shipping too I mean, who would buy this nasty beer yeah crazy so um, and then we've got, what, let's see, one more headline. Why does the Bud Light backlash feel so desperate? <laughs> it is sad. <laughs> it is sad. It's sad, exhausting, desperate. That's I, I liked the word desperate as a way to describe it. So whatever. Like, get over okay. it. Just get over yeah. it. Stop destroying your beer. It's stupid. Well, go ahead. Actually, go ahead. We don't need more of these types being drunk on my, <laughs> on my watch. It's <laughs> exhausting. Right? Okay last story this mm-hmm. is you guys ready for this it's a new yep. 2023 trend that's i'm ready out. oh my gosh please explain trends to me because i do not know trends i don't know if you're gonna want yeah, to get on this bandwagon but the new trend is barbie core uh, yeah i don't barbie I, you know, core. we had a long discussion <laughs> I, about this in the business pants corporate theater group yesterday i don't did. get it Jesse, yeah. I don't understand it. Please explain. So there's a release. So this is all coming about because the trailer for Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie mm-hmm. was recently released. It features Margot Robbie and it has totally sh- sent shoppers into a frenzy <laughs> and trying to get their hands on stuff that Margot Robbie is wearing in like the opening scenes. So that includes fashion items such as hot pink outfits oh, and uh-huh. fluffy mules, like pink uh-huh. fluffy mules that she's wearing. What? Like there the was shoes? Yes, like oh, slip-on gosh, shoes. Mm-hmm. There was a, a fashion site called List that did mm-hmm. some analysis and said that searches oh. for the color pink have surged since the release. Searches for fluffy mules oh have spiked God. by 115. percent You sure? You sure it wasn't because of the Rue Publicans <laughs> Instagram? <laughs> See, that would be a they goodly a team story up. if that was the case. Collab. Yeah, they team up. They and should, then they search searches for pink items in general rose by 78. percent Good so for pink. 
Good for pink. I like Barbie pink. Barbiecore refers to the style aesthetic inspired by Barbie and has taken social media by storm. I don't know. Uh, this exhausts me. Why, I, why are I we idealizing this. Barbie? I don't understand this. Greta Gerwig is sort of known in the indie movie circuits as being, you know, I, I, I suppose like a feminist or maybe at least a pseudo-feminist. And Margot Robbie has produced projects also to the that lean to the left it could be considered feminist so i don't understand this like is this a a satire is this a, a feminist portrayal about what the hell is this because i don't know when i looked at the trailer it just is looked it like good? nauseating nonsense no, i don't yeah. understand it it's, it's terrifying it's terrible exactly, exactly why so it, what is the point of view here do you know no i have no idea it's just a sell shit like it's just been did mattel make this movie or what is i just don't oh, get it yeah. interesting uh, well, i'm gonna have to do some research on that i have no idea i just was a little sickened by the fact that Jessie, who is their target audience i don't know I jesse we next week like barbies you know next week could you report on yes. the female power gap yes. at the company that runs barbie is it yes. hasbro oh, is it mattel i don't know interesting yeah. oh, yes. i want to know about the female mattel. power gap there Wow. Those are exhausting. So those Thank are you, it. Jesse. Th- it's uh, you got rich people's swimming pools, water oh. features, etc., brew boycotts, <laughs> and Barbie core. Okay. I can go first on this one. Yes, yeah. please. I Barbie core is too new for me to be exhausted, and I don't <laughs> know if there is maybe there is some yeah, kind of subversive feminist message here that I'm not aware of, having not seen the movie. Yeah, what, Jesse? I just think, like, I just thought we were way past the Barbie era because they're, like, all white and skinny and blonde. And I know, well, I know they've changed that, but I, I just thought. Have we they? I think they've added diverse Are they not diverse skinny Barbies. anymore? No, I, they I don't have this, big Jessie, boobs anymore? They do. That would break I, their I, backs? I do know this, that there are, there are, there's a representation of all the Barbies in the movie. It's not just the blonde Barbie. There, okay. there are, all the Barbies show up. Okay. And they're, and they're not, not just white Barbies. And they're not Barbie. all super skinny. They might be super skinny and big-breasted, but they're not all white. <laughs> baby but steps, again, gonna, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, baby steps. I'm going to give this one a pass because I still I haven't seen the content. I'm hoping there's some kind of subversive message here. Mm. Brew boycotts, terrible. It, they're, it's still new, so I'm not yet exhausted, although I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> I got I def I am targeting rich people's swimming pools because th- these these stories they don't stop and people don't really seem to care they don't really pay attention to this for whatever reason maybe because they secretly want to be rich and they don't want to crap on rich people's swimming pools oh god but I I'm just I am yeah I'm getting more and more exhausted by this I see what you're saying they're holding out hope that one day they will. That could be it. A house that with a swimming it. pool. The American dream. Yeah, so that's my vote. Rich people's swimming pools. Okay, Ari? I'm going to go with the same one. I agree. Ooh, Ooh a sweep. sweep. Yep. All right. So before we get to our winners and predictions, story of the week, NPR ditching Twitter, goodliest of the week, a uh, Ru- Republican's Instagram account, most exhausting of the week, rich people's swimming pools. Winners? Anyone have any winners? I do. I'm going to yeah. go with Bud Light because, okay. you know, I think it's really funny when people buy something to destroy it because you're still buying the thing. Yeah. And the way it's being covered feels so desperate. Bud Light is winning. So they won. And let's and be they real. they backed it. They were like, we're 
proud of the campaign. Yeah. So good yeah. for them. And let's be real. They're, they're not going to stop drinking Bud Light. No. Maybe, no. maybe 1% <laughs> no. of anti-woke warriors no. will stop, but that's about it. No. They'll go back in a couple weeks. I had my win. Yeah, go oh, ahead, Jesse. Oh, I had chosen the Republican account before I knew Ari was covering it. So that was my. <laughs> Is winner. that true? Is yeah. that true? Do we have a actual proof of that, Jesse? You can see version history. You could <laughs> yeah. if you wanted to. If you wanted to spend your birthday weekend looking up the version history. And why is it so bad that you let Ari sway you? I let Ari sway me all the time. Why is it so bad? No, it's not that she swayed me. I just I liked it, and I think they're winning. But now I've chosen it twice, so because <laughs> it just puts emphasis on how much I liked it. <laughs> My winner of the week is simple: NPR. Okay. I love why. I, I was actually happy when I saw that headline come across my cool. world. All right. NPR ditching Twitter predictions. I think the anti-woke is going to go after Grandpa Warren. Ooh. You know, that's interesting. Even though they Ari. idolize him. Yeah, that's interesting because I, I I, wish this is the one time in my life I will say this. I wish Matt was here because I, I don't remember. Do, do the anti-woke, <laughs> do they already hate Warren Buffett? I don't no. know if they. I don't think so. But he does lean liberal on a lot of causes, and he famously is friends with people like Hillary Clinton, right? Am I wrong about that? Yeah, now I'm confused because you mentioned that, and I'm like, what is their stance? Do they just like him because he's a billionaire? I think. And he, because, yeah, he embodies the American dream. He drinks Coke, he eats McDonald's. He's from a flyover state that I can't. He's from a flyover state that probably hates people in drag. I think it has an O. Right, an O. Oklahoma, no, Nebraska. Oh, Sorry. no, Nebraska. Nebraska. Nebraska no O's in Nebraska. No Still O's. smells like cow poop, though. <laughs> My prediction, anti-woke warriors. This kind of goes along with your story about brew boycotts, Jesse. Okay. Anti-woke warriors oh, try to shoot NPR oh with a shotgun, but realize that they don't even know how to find NPR. They don't even know how to listen to it. They don't even know, like, where is it? They, they get confused. So then they just destroy their radios on TikTok. Or maybe they just shoot themselves. I don't know what they do. Oh, my do. gosh. That too too far. I'm not advocating violence. That, that's my those, that's my prediction. That's the show. That was a good one, an efficient one. April 14th, 2023, Business Pants Friday show. I think that's it. I think you All guys right. can go home and go get into your rich people's pools okay we're gonna enjoy the weather and next week bs matt man will be back is that what you call <laughs> yes matt man <laughs> are we sure he's gonna be back maybe he's maybe. quit oh maybe true. he's run away we'll just have which one of you is our morning. ceo if he quits jesse she knows where all the money is oh, I, I have the account usernames and passwords all right I'm for this new rain all right thank you both. all right uh, please have a great weekend. Stay tuned for what? For Monday. Come back Monday. Listen to business fans. Tell your friends. See you Monday. Monday.